Hi, thanks for listening. In 20 seconds or less, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting the show with a one-time donation of $1 to $3. The funds go to subscription fees, equipment upkeep, and a general sense of well-being. Links in the show notes. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, on with the show. Chapter 33 Billy listened as Mulney tromped around upstairs. He heard Mulney muttering to himself, clearly agitated and upset, but could not make out what he was saying. It was a pattern that repeated. Mulney traipsed across the floor, his heavy footsteps causing dust to fall to the basement floor. Billy realized that Mulney must have seen what was outside and didn't like it. Billy had seen them on his way up to the house. The neighborhood was not exactly overrun, but there was enough to be concerned about, and Dermot Mulney was concerned. Billy began thinking that what concerned Mulney might just be the key to their escape. He held a near comatose Jordan in his arms and waited. Either Dermot was not going to like his chances taking them along, or he was going to realize he had to do something soon. The longer he waited, the closer it got to dawn and Nicole and the others coming back. After what Billy estimated was another hour of Mulney pacing and fretting, he heard footsteps across the floor and the basement door creak open. Mulney tromped down the steps and approached the cage. Oh, you and your friends brought a heap of trouble down on old Durham, sure enough. All their meddling and things that don't concern them has brought a whole pack of them dead sons of bitches round here, Mulney said, as he paced nervously around in front of the cage. Billy carefully removed his arms from around Jordan. She whimpered and tried to cling to him. Billy kissed her on the head. Shh, Jordan, we're going to be okay, he said, whispering in her ear. Jordan wrapped her arms around herself and began to rock. Billy moved to the door. Killing us now won't increase your chances of getting out of here, but if you let us out, we'll help you with the dead outside to get away, Billy said. Mulney froze and looked at Billy, his face revealing the indecision running through his mind. He smiled and began to laugh. Oh, now you're just trying to trick Derm the Worm. You don't want to help me, Mulney said. Billy pressed his face to the cage door. Sure we do, Mr. Mulney. We don't want to die any more than you do. There's strength in numbers. I almost got eaten on the way over here, but together we can make a break for it. Then it will be just us, free and clear, Billy said. Derm's face took on a look of longing at Billy's words. You, you wouldn't lie to old Derm now, would you? Moni said. Billy looked at Moni. No, Mr. Moni, I wouldn't lie to you, Billy said. Moni rubbed his hands and looked at the ceiling. Think about it, Mr. Moni. Even if we wanted to, it wouldn't be smart to do anything to hurt you. We're trapped here, same as you. We need each other, Billy said. Moni gave him a sharp look and thought for a second. He went over to his workbench and picked up a hammer. He turned and approached the cage. Please, Mr. Moni, let us help you get out of here, Billy said. Moni twirled the hammer in his hands a second and then reached into his pocket and retrieved his keys. He went over and unlocked the cage door 
and swung it open. Billy turned and took Jordan by the hand. Come on, Jordan, we're getting out of here, he said. Jordan looked up at Billy as he pulled her to her feet and led her out. Molly stepped back and held the hammer. You try double-crossing, derm the worm, I'll give you both a good crack on my hammer, Molly said. Billy led Jordan up the stairs, and Molly followed them. When they got upstairs, Molly went to a window and stared out. You keep a lookout over there. Let me know if those deadites clear out, Molly said. Billy took Jordan's hand and led her over by the door and whispered in her ear. Jordan did not reply, but only stood motionless, staring at the floor. Billy watched Molly move from window to window, staring out. Billy went to the back of the house and looked out the kitchen window into the backyard. He saw three shufflers milling about, two in the yard and one on the back porch. He turned and looked in the front room. Jordan stood by the door where he had left her, and Molly paced from window to window. "'Is it clear back there, Billy Nilly?' he said without looking back. Billy turned the knob on the back door as quietly as he could, and eased the door open ever so slightly. He went back into the front room. Molly did not look at him, but continued to stare out the front windows. Billy stood in the entranceway to the kitchen and stared at Molly's back. "'It's clear out back, Mr. Molly. I think we can make it,' Billy said. Molly turned and looked at Billy with hopeful eyes before shoving Billy out of the way and going to the back door. Billy looked at Jordan a second before turning and following Molly. Molly opened the door and stuck his head out. He caught sight of the shuffler on the porch a split second before Billy came up on him from behind. You little! Molly's words were cut off as Billy hollered and ran the last few steps. Throwing his weight against Molly, he shoved him partially out the door. He tried to close the door behind Molly, but Molly's body blocked it. Molly managed to get back in. When he did, he slapped Billy across the mouth, sending him to the floor. You tried to kill old Derm, he said, spittle flying from his lips. He advanced on Billy, his hammer held high. Billy pulled himself along the floor on his back as he tried to get away from Molly. Molly was about to bring the hammer down on Billy when the shuffler from the porch pushed through the door and seized Molly from behind. Billy jumped up just as Molly came crashing to the floor with the shuffler on his back. Billy stood transfixed in horror as he watched the shuffler sink its teeth into Molly's shoulder and rip out a huge chunk of flesh and muscle. Molly screamed as a fountain of blood erupted from the wound. Billy turned and ran to Jordan, who seemed to be hyperventilating. Tears streamed down her face as air pumped in and out of her lungs. Billy flung the door open and then grabbed Jordan's hand and tried to pull her through it. Jordan's fear anchored her to the floor as she watched Molly struggle with the shuffler on top of him. Billy turned back just in time to see Molly crush the shuffler's head with his hammer and shove it off of him. Billy turned to Jordan and grabbed her legs, heaving her up, carrying her piggyback. He ran through the front door, passing the group of walkers that were on the far end of the front porch. He raced down the steps as Molly came charging out the front door, screaming after him. Billy hit the street and ran as fast as he could. Behind him, Molly's screams took on a fever pitch. Billy cast a final look back to see Molly go down under four walkers. Within seconds, their bony fingers and teeth had ripped him open. Molly's screams were quickly lost to the wet sounds of evisceration. <laughs>